Hey y'all, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Sense4 Cynical Reviews. My name is Sean, and today I'm going to be talking about the Netflix documentary, The Speed Cubers, which premiered on July 29th, 2020. You know, it follows two stars of the sport, speed cubing, also known as speed solving. Um, so basically the premise of speed cubing is that you need to solve a combination or twisted puzzle as quick as possible. And yes, that is courtesy of my friend, Wikipedia. Because before this documentary, I had no idea what speed cubing was. I mean, I've heard of the Rubik's Cube, you know, and the most common um, puzzle is the 3x3x3. They even do that shit like one-handed. I mean, and of course, it goes all the way up to seven. So there's 4x4x4, 5x5x5, yada, yada, yada. And what's interesting about this is there is like a friendly rivalry between the two competitors highlighted in this film. But before I continue on with details of this um, production, let me talk about the Rubik's Cube. Of course, it was named after Erno Rubik, and he is a Hungarian inventor, architect, and professor of architecture. Um, so in 1974, of course, he invented the cube, and about five years later, in 1979, it became a hit. I mean, of course... 1980s is when it got big, um, early in the 1980s, because I think in like 1983, it started um, fading away. Basically, people were like moved on from it for a while. But internet sites were catalysts for people learning new methods. And without the internet, there would be no speed cubing. So in 2003, there was a world championship, 20 years after the first one happened in 1983, of course. After its success, more and more events were being held. Which leads us to this documentary that was directed by Sue Kim. Most of the footage was done in 2019 and at the championships in Melbourne, Australia. And it followed two stars, Felix Zimdigs and Max Park. Felix is widely known as the Michael Jordan of speed cubing. He is the only speed cuber to ever win the World Cube Association World Championship twice. He entered his first world championship in 2011 at 17. That's crazy. And, you know, what's awesome about this story is that Max you know, looks up to Felix, even though Max is like way better than Felix now, no matter what Felix does from here on out to the rest of his career, parentheses career, because, you know, it's no offense to speed cubing, but it's speed cubing. My point is, is that Max looks up to Felix so much that he can't do anything wrong. Like, he's an idol. And that's inspiring because... Max uses speed cubing as an escape um, through personal issues. And Felix is there no matter what Max needs. Although they are fierce competitors, when they aren't speed cubing, they're like 
best friends. Like Felix is there for him whenever Max needs him, um, has open communication with Max's family. And to be honest, if you have eyes and ears, you can easily see in the film that Max is the better speed keeper now. Although Felix is, you know, going on... I don't know if he's still speed cubing um, currently because Wikipedia says that he stopped in 2019. Of course, with the Rona, I don't think they're doing it now anyways. But I digress. So Felix has done it a long time and Max is in his prime. Like he has all the records pretty much. He broke most of Felix's records. I think Felix has like a 3 by 3 by 3 left in some form. I don't know, you know sub-criteria or whatever. But Max is six years younger than Felix, so it makes sense that he looks up to him. He also held the world record average of 3x3x3 solves with 6.39 seconds, and he got that done in 2017. And what's interesting is Felix Zimdigs once had that record himself. So... Interesting dynamic, and they each have their own style. I loved it. I mean, the film was inspiring because it shows just how far a friendship can take um, both people. Overall, it's an impressive work of art. They tried to build up drama, but we all knew that Max was going to beat him, and that's what happened. Um, Although Max didn't win first place either, he still did better than Felix. But, I mean, that was a given. So, I enjoyed it. I mean, I see that it got 92 on Rotten Tomatoes, which makes sense. I mean, it was really, really well done. I recommend it. Um, It got 90% on audience. So, I think, to wrap this up, I think the interpersonal relationship, obviously, I've mentioned it for like half the podcast, is really what carried it. So, definitely check it out. All right, this has been another episode of Sensible or Cynical Reviews. Thank you for listening. You can check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly, Instagram Sensibly Cynical Pod, and you can check out our Facebook group. If you could please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, it would be highly, highly appreciated. And once again, this has been a.